This is Tom Fox. I'm the Compliance Evangelist, and I'd like to welcome you to the November series of One Month to a More Effective Compliance Program series that I'm running in 2017. This month, we're going to take a look at one month of 360 degrees of communication in compliance. This month's sponsor is Dun & Bradstreet. The only thing that is constant right now in the regulatory environment is change. Supply chain leaders and compliance professionals alike continue to struggle with how to best adequately identify, screen, and gain visibility into ownership structures of third parties and or customers so that they understand exactly who they are doing business with. Companies can knowingly finance goods that are potentially obtained illegally or sold on the black market. Procurement teams that are unaware of third-party activities and have antiquated systems, they put their company at risk. Without proper visibility, these teams could unknowingly be funding terrorism or even engaging in human trafficking. In-depth research is needed to identify ultimate beneficial owners and third-party risks. No business ties to corrupt practices such as human trafficking or money laundering is going to self-report, so companies must take this work on themselves and obtain third-party data needed to determine risk, mitigate exposure, and protect their brand and comply with regulations. Dun & Bradstreet offers an end-to-end comprehensive solution to help organizations tackle this exact complexity. Leverage Dun & Bradstreet's complete due diligence reporting to know your vendor and your third-party partners. Do not expose yourself to undue risk. Contact Dun & Bradstreet today to learn more about vendor onboarding, supply risk management, and comprehensive compliance check. This month I'm going to tackle the concept of 360 degrees of communication and compliance. We're going to take a look at it from a variety of ways and mechanisms. We're going to consider the chief compliance officer and his or her role in communications. We're going to take a look at how you can facilitate a two-way conversation of communications while sitting in the CCO suite. We're going to consider some of the leadership and other components of a CCO's role and how they will help you have a more robust and indeed holistic approach to compliance. We're going to consider the bottom-up approach to communications by utilizing communications techniques for your employees, third parties, contractors, and those that may come into contractual relationship with your company through the supply chain. We're going to consider 360 degrees of communications through operationalization of compliance and culture. It's going to be a very interesting month. I think as a CCO, you will learn quite a bit. And at the end of the month, you will not only have information which will allow you to be a more well-rounded CCO, but bring a much more holistic approach to your compliance function. My year-long series of one month to a more effective compliance program and the November edition of one month of 360 degrees of communication and compliance are a part of the Compliance Podcast Network. Day 9, 360 Degrees of Persuasion. The life of a chief compliance officer can be intense and the most powerful 
tool you have is persuasion. This means a chief compliance officer needs to bring another skill set to bear to do their job. Jenny O'Brien, the chief compliance officer at United Healthcare, has talked about the techniques a CCO can use to influence decision making in a company in order to do business in compliance and ethically. She calls these techniques the seven influences, or rather the seven steps of influence, and advocates a CCO employ them to help influence the decision making within an organization. So, what are these seven steps, and how do they? help you with a calibration of compliance communications, which allows you to have greater influence. Well, number one, collaboration. As a CCO, you need to know your company's business. If you are new to an organization, you must take time to learn the business. You should sit in on sales meetings and, when appropriate, go out on sales calls. Channeling your inner Atticus Finch, you must walk in the shoes of the business leaders that you are assisting. By doing so, You will not only understand the products and services of your company, but the challenges that your business development team faces out in the world. Number two, communications. You must work constantly at active listening, which is listening, thinking, and then speaking, and not jump into the middle of a conversation and talk to people in a manner that will address their concerns. When you do speak, be prepared to make the case for the compliance proposition that you are trying to get across. As a CCO, strive to be relevant in every interaction that you have with your senior management. This sometimes means speaking up at meetings or other forums, but sometimes it can mean listening. Develop a rapport with your business development team, and this rapport can lead to trust building. Number three, relationships. This does not mean interpersonal relationships, but those between the compliance function and other functions within an organization through which a CCO or compliance practitioner can bring influence to bear. It all begins with building trust with with others within your organization. Invest time to find others in your company that will want to work, that you want to work with, and those whom you desire to build relationships. The key relationships that a chief compliance officer can develop are those with the audit function, the legal department, human resources, IT, and corporate communications. Number four. Humility. Humility is important because it empowers. It can empower others to expand the circle of influence and get others in a corporation to influence the ever-expanding circle on behalf of compliance. The CCO does not need center stage. Echoing the Department of Justice evaluation of corporate compliance programs requirement that compliance should be operationalized, business units should solve compliance issues, as compliance is just another business process. Through such influence, you can get the business unit resources to solve a compliance problem, you will hold down the cost of the compliance function. It is not about being right, but moving the compliance ball forward in the right direction. Number five, negotiation. A compliance practitioner will need to learn the art of compromise. Negotiation is not about the dichotomy of winning and losing an argument or debate. A CCO should strive to redefine what a win might look like or what a win might consist of for a business unit employee. When faced with such a confrontation, try to determine what both sides want and then give them something else in addition to what they thought they wanted. A CCO can be considered a mediator, not just simply an enforcer or Dr. No from the land of no. Number six. The triple C rule. Keep calm, cool, and collected because all company employees up and down the chain are watching the CCO. For this reason, a compliance practitioner 
should channel their inner Harry Dean Stanton and have a laconic face at all times. The triple C's are important because organizations look to the chief compliance officer to solve complex issues with simple solutions. When faced with a compliance issue or an obstacle, you should endeavor to keep everything on an even keel and never let them see you sweat. And finally, number seven, credibility. The last pillar is that CCO, the CCO role needs to be adequately scoped and that accountability, accountability needs to be clearly defined. Put another way, what is your job scope as CCO and what is the function of the compliance department? What is your accountability to decide the resolution to an issue? As a CCO, you must demonstrate your value as a non-revenue function. This may require you to get out of your office and put on a PR campaign for compliance. A CCO needs to guard their independent independence in job function and reporting. You must make clear that you will have independent reporting up to the board or audit committee or compliance committee of the board. Influencing using persuasion and using persuasion is not a one-time activity. It is ongoing. If you consider it within the context of the 360-degree approach to communication, it means calibrating every manner of influence with all your stakeholders, both inside and outside the organization. Persuasion touches all forms of communications, whether those are formal communications, informal communications, or simply accidental communications. It includes using all the right methods of communication to maximize the influence you, as the chief compliance officer, can bring to bear. So what are today's three key takeaways? Number one, persuasion is probably the key tool for any chief compliance officer. It's a skill that if you don't have, you can certainly work on by using uh, any or all of the techniques I've talked about here today, but also it's something that you should actively engage in learning going forward. Second, persuasion touches all forms of communication. If you think about it in terms of the communication calibration and formal, informal, and accidental communications, you'll see that anytime you are influencing someone, you're using persuasion. And finally, this leads to point number three, influencing. Influencing and using persuasion is not a one-time activity. It is ongoing literally all the time. You are always communicating as a chief compliance officer, whether you recognize it or not. So how you act, how you look, how you carry yourself, how you present your message, it's all important clues that employees will pick up on. They certainly will pick up on those from senior management, and you as the chief compliance officer need to recognize they're looking to you for these issues around compliance. Hope you've enjoyed day nine of one month to 360 degrees of communication and compliance, and I hope you'll join me tomorrow for day 10. Hello, everyone. This is Tom Fox, and I'd like to thank you for listening to this episode of one month to 360 days of communication and compliance. If you have listened to this podcast on iTunes, I would greatly appreciate it if you would rate our podcast as it would help in our rankings and also help get the word out about the only daily compliance podcast involving the nuts and bolts of compliance. Also, if you have any questions, please feel free to email me at tfox at tfoxlaw.com. Finally, I'd like to thank our sponsor for this month, Dunn & Bradstreet. I hope you will join me tomorrow for another episode the podcast series in November, one month to 360 degrees of communication is a part of the Compliance Podcast Network.
This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com. <laughs>